You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. The Diamondbacks have some work cut out for them as they head to spring training, desperately trying to make sure that 2016 is not repeated, quite frankly. So lots of optimism going into 2017. Let's talk to Steve Gilbert about all of that. I'm Allison Footer. Steve, I want to focus on the outfield. Um, I just kind of want to break that down a little bit. I look at the names. Uh, Tomas doesn't really thrill me, as we've been discussing for a couple of years now. But overall, I sort of like the way that the outfield shakes out. And can you talk a little bit of just the individual players and maybe uh, who the, uh, the backup, the fourth or fifth outfielders might be? Yeah, sure, Allison. I, I think that, you know, Yasmani Tomas has definitely struggled to get back to what you said there. He's definitely struggled defensively. Um, hitting wise, you know, he has shown power, which is, which is valuable. And certainly, um, a guy that looks like he's going to be in a starting lineup come opening day, uh, for them. So the question will always be with him is, you know, does he hit enough to, to offset some of what he gives up on defense? Um, when you look at, at, at who's going to be a backup in the outfield, you know, they've got some non-roster guys that they're going to bring to, to camp, um, to kind of compete. They, they recently signed Gregor Blanco. Um, he's a guy that fits a need that they have as far as having another left-hander possibly coming off the bench. He can play all three outfield positions, um, probably better on the corners than he is in center, but he can play center. Um, so I think that could make him pretty valuable. You've got Socrates Brito, um, who is ranked uh, by MLB Pipeline as the number one prospect in the organization. He's another guy. Um, had some injury issues last year, but he made the team after a great spring training. Um, he can play all three outfield positions and is a left, uh, left-handed left bat, so he's somebody else that could um, see some time as a fourth or fifth outfielder. Um, Jeremy Hazelbaker is another guy that they um, got from the Cardinals during the offseason, and uh, he's another one of those front-runner guys that, that could uh, could see some time as a, as a fourth outfielder. Uh, another, again, probably not coincidentally, left-handed hitter um, that gives them uh, an, another lefty off the bench, which, again, is something that they've uh, they've been kind of lacking. Yeah, so Pollock is obviously almost like – it's almost like making an offseason acquisition, right? So that was such a huge loss last year. So being able to start with him being healthy, getting a full season to him, that that just like solves half their problems anyway out there. It, it really does because not only offensively where, you know, you know what the numbers were, have been that he's put up, but defensively he's such an outstanding defender and losing him last year really kind of set off a – you know, they also had, had traded Ender and Ciarte – um, during the offseason. So that, when Pollock went down, that really left him without a true center fielder. Um, and that's why Socrates Brito was out there. They moved Chris Owings, who had never played there at a professional level, um, out to center field. And, and he did a, jo- a better job than people expected, but still was asking a lot of a guy two days before the start of uh, the regular season to, to play the outfield for the first time. So um, definitely Pollock is a key part to that. Um, getting David Peralta back. Um, he's another guy that had a couple of injuries last year and missed really big portions of the season. Whether they play him in left or, or right, depending on what they do with Tomas, um, he's another guy that, that that is a decent defender and, and brings a, a you know at least a, a pretty good bat to the lineup as well. So did I see a recent interview that Derek Hall did? I think it was a, maybe a radio interview. And forgive me for not being more well-versed on this, but he said he was kind of addressing the way that the front office was configured last year and all the changes that were made. And he said something along the lines of there might have been too many cooks in the kitchen and they needed to simplify things on that side. Is that, am I remembering that correctly? 
Yes, yeah, he did say that. I think it was one of those things, and, and Dave Stewart made some comments uh, as well to to our own Bill Ladson with MLB.com about just the, the layers of decision-making that went on um, inside that front office because it wasn't a typical alignment per se because you had um, Tony La Russa kind of at the top there uh, of the baseball operations department. You know, he reported to Derek and Ken Kendrick. You had Dave Stewart as a GM reporting to Tony. Um, and Dijon Watson was also a senior vice president, and he was involved in some of those things. So it really, there was a lot of different layers, and, and maybe uh, it seems like now it's a lot more streamlined because it's Mike Hazen at the top of the baseball operations department reporting to Derek, um, and, and his, he's got his people below him. But there's not that extra added layer there or um, extra people at the same level as, as say, Mike Hazen. Yeah, it's it always kind of surprises me when teams try to go outside the box too much and, so to speak, reinvent the wheel. But it, it, so many things just don't work. And it's almost like teams are determined to make their mark and doing something that nobody else has done. And there's probably reasons why other people aren't doing it. Maybe it doesn't work out so well. So was this maybe a humbling experience for the Diamondbacks to sort of come back down and say we need to be maybe a little bit more conventional with how we do things? Well, I think it certainly was – I think they certainly real recognized last year that uh, that something had to change, that the way things were going. Um, so certainly when you have a season where you lose – uh, 93 games, it, it's certainly humbling in a lot of different ways, and, and um, especially coming on the heels of, of having a poor 2014 where they had the worst record in baseball. So two of the last three years have been not good, to say the least, for them. So I think that that was very um, – that the, those were humbling experiences in the sense that they knew some changes had to be made and, and um, bringing in a guy like Mike Hazen of his stature and giving him – kind of free reign uh, to run the baseball operations department is, is certainly a, a result of that. Okay, good stuff. Always interesting. Steve, thank you. Allison, always my pleasure. MLB.TV Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.TV Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.TV for details.